I need to make all these changes right now to feel happier, to feel successful, to feel confident. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit Today, I'm going to be talking with Kelsey Larson. She's a registered dietitian, and she's going to be sharing why she believes you should never go on a diet again. Let's dig in on the three themes that I want you to listen for um, so that you can start to prepare your mind for the just awesome information that that Kelsey is going to share with you. First of all, um, awareness. Awareness is a huge key in this whole process, so listen as she talks about that. Secondly, realizing that there is more than one path to your destination can really support you along the way. So listen as she talks about that and why it's so important to start with your why in the process of seeking the outcomes that you're after. And then number three, the far-reaching effects of changes to our diet or to the things that we are regularly consuming. Before we dig in on the interview, I want to tell you about something really exciting that the Begin Within team has been working on. Um, It's a brand new challenge, and it's 100% totally free. Um, We are doing a self-care at-home challenge. It's a five-day program. It's absolutely free. It comes with daily workouts, daily um, habit change focuses, and a ton of support from me and from our head coach, Jessica. So um, what I would love for you to do is go to our website, beginwithin.fit, and click on the Join Our Challenge button, and you can be one of the first to go through our free challenge. Now, here's my interview with Kelsey Larson. Why, why is it important to kind of ditch the idea of dieting? Yeah, I guess it just has like, I feel like it has like, just like this negative um, mindset or tone when you hear the word diet, um, because it's just, it's something to me that's when you say diet, it's going to be short term or, Mm. or, you know, I'm going to diet until this, you know, so it's, it's a short term fix for long term problems. Um, So lifelong weight control requires lifestyle, lifelong changes. So I think the mentality of, of a diet means that I need to make all these changes right now to, to, to feel happier, to feel successful, to feel confident, whatever the case may be. So I think that the biggest like reason I don't like to say 
oh, I'm going on a diet or I'm going to help prescribe you a diet or something like that is because then people think that they need to make all these drastic changes Mm -hmm. um, for a short period of time, but then they go back to normal ways after um, X amount of days are up or until they reach their, whatever their goal may be. Um, So so that's kind of why. Yeah. Yeah. So like if I'm going to go on a diet, Mm -hmm. it implies at some point I'm going to go off that diet and kind of go back to the way things were, which got me in trouble in the first place. Right. Yes. Yes. And I will, I mean, I am, I, I would be a hypocrite to say that I haven't tried to diet in terms or even just like now, like I I try not to diet, but one thing that I'm work on is like trying to drink enough water. That's like my biggest one. And so like, it's not dieting, but it's, it's a lifestyle change, something that I'm continuously working on. So for me personally, trying to drink, you know, a gallon of water every day consistently is just not realistic for me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really important to start with where you're at, being honest with where you're at and slowly adding changes. So for me, I, I mean, I'll be honest, I drink maybe three cups of water a day. Like it's horrible. And I know it, I know (laughs) I see your jaw dropping. I know. Um, but, but so for me, a really easy thing is to add in, you know, you know, right now I do three cups and it's usually like a cup with a meal, just even simply increasing it to two cups at every meal. That's just one really small change to help increase my fluid intake. So usually what I like to do is, is, Um, when I talk to people about what their goals are, what they want to change, um, that's usually where I start is what they're currently doing, because um, I don't want to, I mean, easily, I could sit down with someone and be like, eat this, 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 and this, and you're going to see some results. But how realistic is that for them? Is Mm -hmm. it something they can do for an extended period of time? Gotcha. Yeah. So rather than diet, like, like a healthier approach, if I'm hearing you right, is to kind of be aware of the changes you need to make Mm -hmm. and then focus on healthy, adding in healthy changes, sort of one step at a time with the view of like, this should be a permanent piece of my life, permanent place in my life. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That you, you started out saying, you know, the, the awareness key, like that Mm -hmm. does come into play because I think that, um, sometimes we're not aware of, of things that maybe we, we need to change. Um, but then on the flip side, there are definitely times people know, you know, drinking a liter of soda a day is probably not the best thing for our health. So really it's, it's also just trying to figure out how we can motivate them to make that behavior change. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So I would, I'll, I'll kind of throw this one at you. I think there's, you know, we talk about like fad diets or like trending diets. I'm sure you probably could talk on those specifically and and go for it if you want. But I think, you know, a lot of people, they want to lose, they want to lose a ton of weight and they hear about these like really awesome results that other people are getting, or they see posts about, you know, some pretty outlandish claims and they, you know, I think maybe their thought is like, well, if it, if it really works, like I, I don't, I'm willing to do it. Like I want to drop 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, like as quickly as I possibly can. So like I'm in, I don't care. Right. If it's not a healthy perspective or not. Right. So 
I guess what might be your, your response? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, there are tons of fad diets out there. And with, with social media, um, it, it definitely makes it more difficult too, because um, people are, are learning more quickly than ever yeah. on, on what what's working for them or what they've tried. Um, also with seeing, you know, this image of what their body composition might look like too. So um, I think that the biggest thing is if someone truly wants to make a change is to really seek someone that's in that field. So seek a professional, whether it's, you know, a dietitian, um, diabetes educator, whatever the case may be, um, to, to really seek a professional um, for something like that. Um, one example that I always like to use is, um, you know, say you have a cavity, are you going to just go online and figure out how to fix it? Or are you going to seek a professional in order to do so? So I do think that um, it Obviously, there's information out there and, and present for people to read about on how to do certain things. But I do think that it's at the end of the day, it's really important to still um, reach out to an expert, someone that mm. maybe has a little bit more credential um, in order to provide them with um, recommendations. Mm. Okay. Um, just because with fad diets, um, a lot of times we just see, you know, a before and after picture angles filters, whatever the case may be, sure. can make a really big difference. Um, and a lot of times too, we don't know the whole story. We don't know how accurate it is. Um, uh, as you know, I'm sure like keto detoxes, um, just low carb in general diets, um, weight watchers, like they all have completely different, like, um, like recommendations for what to do in order to, to, to lose the weight mm -hmm. or to improve your blood sugar levels. Um, and really the, the problem with that is following this diet might work for one person, but it's it, but it might not work for you. So, so really we have to individualize how we're going to reach our success because no person is the same. Yeah. And I, like, I guess to your point too, there's like, there's before and afters and then it would be interesting to see like the after the after, like what, mm -hmm. what happens to that individual after they got those great results? Is it something that they're able to sustain or mm -hmm. is it like they, you know, gained all the way back? Like we hear about so often. So Absolutely. Um, yeah, as, as you were talking to, you, you talked about having a cavity. I was like, yeah, like people are afraid to go to the dentist too. And I, you know, as a, a registered dietitian, like I, you probably faced some of that stigma too. And I think one of the things I've always appreciated about you is that you, you're a good listener and you have more like of a partnering approach to it rather than a like, you're bad. I'm going to fix you. Do what I say. Um, Thank you. And I, yeah. Well, I'm curious, like in that, is there a place in making changes to nutrition and eating um for like experimenting with different diets or um you know just kind of like try this see what happens see what you learn about yourself see how your body responds and like let's check back in i guess if you had a patient or a client that was really set on like hey i'm gonna do keto like it works mm -hmm. like how would you respond would it be like trying to get them to think differently or would you be like, Oh, go ahead. Like, let's see what happens. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Yeah. So if someone came and was like, 
you know, I really want to try keto diet. My, my good girlfriend is doing it and she's down 30 pounds in a month, you know? Um, so, so if someone does comes to me and says something like that, the first thing I say is, you know, why, why do you want to make the change again? You know, addressing their, their motivation for why they want to make a change and what those changes look like for them. Um, so, so once I get an understanding of that, um, I try to, yeah, I try to take it back from, off of that specific diet just to learn more about them because it's really important to build that rapport in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. And once once I kind of hear their story, their why, um, then I go into talking about the diet that they want to follow. So for ex- your example, the keto diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I just say, you know, like other than aside from your friend doing this diet and seeing great success, why do you think it's a good fit for you? Because really asking those more specific questions like that, it puts them in that, that, um, they have to, you know, it's, it's a very open ended question. So, um, it really prompts them then to assess why they think it, it's going to be a good fit for them. Um, and I've had people say, well, I don't know, is it going to be a good fit, you know, for me? And I, and I ask them, do you consume bread? Do you consume noodles? Do you consume, you know, any sort of carb rich foods? And majority of the time it's yes. And so I ask them, you know, how realistic is it for you to cut all of these foods out, all of these foods that maybe you love or, or maybe culturally they, they have these foods in their diet, um, social gatherings, you know, et cetera. So, so usually when I ask that part of the question, then they're like, yeah, it's not really feasible for me. Some people do say, oh, I could cut it out. But a majority of people say no. And, 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 you know, I do feel too the people that say, oh, I can cut these, these items out. It's because I've reached them at the point where they're very, very motivated. Okay. Um, because it's the very beginning, the very mm-hmm. start, you know? So, and a lot of times that motivation tends to drop. Um, as they start making changes. So really finding something that's more realistic and fitting for them is best. So usually then the next step is once we identify, okay, maybe this diet isn't best for you. Let's talk about what your friend maybe like what changes um, he or she made in order to, to see this weight reduction. Um, so that's kind of where I would go next. So she's like, well, you know, her portion sizes are a lot smaller. Oh, she cut out soda. Okay. Well, let's maybe let's try some of these things for you. Um, because if they're noticing that their friend is making these lifestyle changes following whatever diet that may be, we can still utilize those same behavioral like patterns or lifestyle changes and incorporate them in, in their lifestyle to, in a way that fits better for them. Um, I think that sets people up for more success when we, when we tailor it. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So it could be like in a way like the, the trend or the fad and mm-hmm. kind of those great results at least got, got them thinking about it, got them to seek out some help and mm-hmm. then get some guidance, um, along the way. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good. So again, like creating awareness, right? Like, oh, like change is possible, but then helping them find a way to do it as comfortably and realistically as possible for them yes. is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Awesome. Um, great. What, like, what else, and what's on your mind in addition in, in that yeah. area of like, Hey, here's, here are the ways not to diet. So like starting with yeah. why, 
finding something that is realistic for you? Like, like what would be next as you're kind of helping someone through that process? Yeah, I guess um, one thing that I, that I feel a lot of people don't understand is, but in our position as dietitians, it really does come down to that, that counseling aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess one thing I like to do as I see them make changes is obviously that continuation of checking in or, or that accountability piece being like almost their coach, you know, yeah. um, I think that that's really important. And as they continue to succeed or, you know, come, come up with some, if there's some obstacles in the way to um, asking them, you know, it's good to say like, how are their clothes fitting? Are you, how is your energy levels? Are you sleeping any better? Kind of asking those other questions that people don't think about other than have you lost any weight, you know? Um, so, so there's a lot of other successes that can come out of making lifestyle changes that are, are going to benefit um, you. So, so asking those kind of questions, I think they're really important just because I don't think people think about those all the time. Um, you know, even asking about confidence levels or, or mood, like there's so many things that when we start to make lifestyle changes, um, whether it's nutrition, fitness, um, we, we tend to see such, um, great outcomes in other aspects in our life. Maybe you're more productive. Um, yeah. So I guess that's just, another thing that I like to do when I'm talking with them, because a lot of times people realize, wow, since I've been eating like this, I am getting fantastic sleep. Um, so, so I think that that's really important too, because that can add a little, even a little bit more motivation to, to what they're doing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So the, the value of like having somebody else in the process with you, I mean, you mentioned earlier, somebody who's qualified, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have to imagine that a lot of times people, I don't know, I, you, you, the thought is like, tell me what to do and then mm-hmm. I'll just go away and I'll do it and, and everything's going to be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that You're might be right. a bit of a recipe for failure if that was their approach, right? As opposed to having somebody helping them yes. in the process, helping them notice some of the results that they're yeah. having that they can be excited about. And then- I mean, I would think that in that process, if some of the answers are like, no, my clothes aren't fitting better. No, I'm not getting better sleep. No, I'm a total grouch. <laughs> that mm-hmm. Then it gives you an opportunity to kind of go back to the drawing board and maybe find some other adjustments Absolutely. that can be made. Yep. Whether it's, you know, it might not even be related to like nutrition specifically. Maybe it's changing their up their morning routine to, to or, or even their evening routine so that they're going to be able to have better sweet sleep quality. Um, maybe their energy levels are low. Is caffeine something that they're consuming currently? Um, are they adequately hydrated? Are they moving their body? All of the above. So there's definitely questions that can stem from whatever they're currently going through. Um, so it's really important, yes, to have that continued communication with them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, as, as you were saying that I get just kind of that, that realization of like, okay, if we're going to be making adjustments to the way we're eating mm-hmm. the things that we're eating in hopes of getting some better results, that there probably aren't very many areas of our lifestyle that aren't going to be affected mm-hmm. and that aren't going to probably need to shift and change, right? Absolutely. Yep. It is that domino effect. Man. So I, I guess my ne- next question that pops into my head is like, 
what are some of those, I know you mentioned a couple, but what might be like one or two or maybe three of the areas that you feel like outside of just like what you're eating, how you're eating, like food specific, like what are some of those other areas that should be given attention to? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess a big one too, is just like other stressors that they may be going through uh, currently. Um, that's something is something that I like to bring up just because, you know, maybe something's going on at work. So it's preventing them from having time to even grab a snack. Maybe it's, or, or they're, they're so stressed out from maybe something that happened in their family. So maybe they're not eating or doing the opposite, eating too much. So, so really just checking in on like their mental health can also be um, very beneficial, I think too. Wow. Okay. What I'm curious, like what what are some of the kind of, some of the questions that you'd ask to help Mm -hmm. them explore that? I mean, and with the goal of maybe like, as someone's listening to have them be able to sort of ask themselves those, those questions and kind of check in on how stress might be affecting their, their habits and their goals. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I do, I am a firm believer in, in like, journaling, whether it's just writing on a piece of paper that you're going to throw away five minutes later, whether it's taking notes in your phone, but, but um, doing that self-evaluation, even on a daily basis can go a long way. So, so asking yourself, like, what has stressed me out today? What is one great thing that happened today? You know, being grateful can always increase our mood and, or our happiness. Um, And then, and too, like, if there was one thing that needed to change today, what would that have been and how can I correct it tomorrow? So that can then be applied to, to any aspect in our life, family, you know, love, whatever the case may be, work. Um, so so I think that self-evaluation is really important. But, but to answer your question, like when they're in my office, I usually just try to ask more so open-ended questions depending on how much I already know about this this person or patient, um, then I can kind of maybe be a little bit more detailed. But again, the goal is to keep it open-ended to allow them to speak because a lot of times when they're coming in my office, they're already uncomfortable um, in terms of, oh, like a lot of times people are scared to talk because they think that they're going to be yelled at or scolded or reprimanded, whatever the case may be. So so making sure that they feel comfortable when they're in my office um, and just building that rapport every time is important, not just the first time, um, because then they're going to be more open to talking to you and sharing about things that are going on in their life outside of nutrition. Um, because some, because like you said, it, it there is that domino effect of um, if one thing is off in their life, whatever it may be, it can affect all other aspects. So, so that's, I'm, I'm glad that you uh, made that connection too. Cool. What, and, and you mentioned movement earlier too. Yeah. Obviously that's, I'm like, Whoa, my ears perked up when I hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, briefly, I know I, I want to yeah. be respectful of your time, but um, what are, I guess, what are some of the ways that that impacts somebody's success when it comes to you know, weight loss or seeing their Mm -hmm. changes in what they're eating Mm -hmm. start Mm -hmm. to, to get some results that, that they're excited about? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I guess like, cause we kind of started this conversation today about like how not to diet. So, so I think the, the, um, exercise or fitness component, um, we have to be very careful with, um, just because a lot of times people are like, 
you know, maybe they're going to go straight to the cardio machine and do an hour a day, or, or maybe they're going to do, you know, a lift in the morning and then a a hard hit workout in the afternoon. Like a lot of times people kind of like to just jump in, um, based on what other people told them based on what they've read, all kinds of things. So, um, usually what I encourage people to do, um, no matter where they're at is I like to, I always tell them to find any form of movement that you enjoy doing that you can do repeatedly or, you know, consistently. Um, so, so prime example, I have, um, a patient that I was just nutrition coaching with the other day, um, who like, she comes to the gym, but it's not like, it's not her favorite thing to do. Um, however, she got into ballroom dancing and that is other, aside from just nutrition, the amount of movement she got out of going three, four days a week, really helped aid in her weight loss. So, Mm. you know, and she found a brand new hobby, something she loved doing. It was a social thing. Um, She got to learn how to improve her movements. You know, she got to wear these beautiful dresses. So like to her, it, it wasn't about I'm burning calories. It was about, I'm found a way to move my body in a way that I'm going to consistently do this. And I, and I really enjoy it. So, so in terms of movement, that's like one of the main things I go for. Um, you know, if someone's more like numbers focused or oriented, I do, I do recommend like if they have some sort of like watch that tracks steps, not to be, you know, like very focused on that all day long, like, oh, it's 10 a.m. and I only have a thousand steps I need to get going, but more so just as like a general tool to say, okay, today I got 8,000 steps, you know, maybe tomorrow I'm going to do a morning walk to get closer to 10,000 or whatever the case may be. So that's just a really easy, like form of measurement to, to see how much you're truly moving. Um, Cause a lot of times people that, you know, maybe work at like a desk job or just very sedentary during the day, don't realize how little movement they're getting. Um, and once they do start to see um, how their body reacts to that increased movement, can, can do wonders, whether it's, you know, mood, energy, energy levels even do go up. Um, when, when our body is moving more, our bodies were, were built to move. So, so I think that that's a very important factor too. Cool. Awesome. So my last question for you, Mm -hmm. um, if I came to you and I was like, as far as health and wellness and putting effort into it, I was a blank canvas, like I was just realizing like, Kelsey, I need to make so many changes. Mm-hmm. What would you say to me? Yeah, that's a good question. So I guess I would say, where, like I, I usually would just put it in their court and say, where would you like to begin? Can you kind of tell me about where you're at? You know, and and usually that's done some sort of conversation from there. Um you know, and then once they start talking, whatever it may be about, obviously at some point I would get to nutrition, but unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes we don't have time to even get to nutrition um, when we're meeting because nutrition isn't always the prime focus of, for someone who needs help or needs to happen. So, so um, not all the times we even get to that component of it. Um, But like I said, asking those those really vague questions in the beginning, um, and letting them know, like reassuring them that, 
you know, I am here for you for support. I'm here like to, to help you, you know, like making sure that they're aware of that. Just, yeah, that, that's another big component, I think too. Um, and making them feel comfortable, you know, our body language goes a long way. You know, if, if I have a computer in front of them or a piece of paper up a pole in front of my Mm. face, you know, that, that does not show great body language and in, in truly being interested in them. So having no distractions, you know, phone off, whatever the case may be on silent, um, you know, eye contact, leaning forward, body facing them can all make a really big difference too, um, just so that they feel more comfortable. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. This is really the last question. I know I, that's the best one was, but <laughs> that's okay. you, again, like you do a great job of like asking questions and getting to know somebody and partnering with them in the journey. Um, if you were going to give advice to someone who is just getting started. So like this is your chance to like tell them, you know, give them your opinion, your advice on the whole journey. Again, someone starting out, this is maybe brand new to them. They have a lot of changes to make and they're just starting to realize that. Mm-hmm. What, what would your advice be? Yeah. Yeah. So if it's something like more specifically, like I really need to make changes to my nutrition, like, I don't know what it is, but I need to start. That's where I want to start, you know? So the first thing I would tell someone is write down what you're eating. Don't make changes to what you're eating, but write it down for at least three days. Then take a look at it and say, and, and maybe they might know a little bit about it, but are we getting enough protein? If we know what protein is, that's where I would then come in to educate on that. If they don't, are we getting enough carbs? Are we getting enough fiber? You know, as the list goes on. Um, but then, like I said, adding like something really small to their change, maybe they're having, um, a bagel and fruit and a glass of milk at breakfast. Okay. This meal is a little bit too rich in carbs. How would they feel about just having half a bagel, half a cup of milk, and half a cup of fruit, you know, versus the full thing. Um, so I would, that's where I would start is just what they're currently doing. And then just adding one small change in at a time. And once it feels natural for them, then let's add in another one, maybe two, depending on how, how they're feeling. Um, if they're feeling too overwhelmed, just one until it becomes a natural habit for them. Okay. Awesome. So just aware, again, becoming aware maybe mm-hmm. journaling what you're eating, just write it down without mm-hmm. the effort to make any change really at first. And yes. then just a small, like, how can I make this a little healthier? What's my, yes. what's a small way I can do that? Hmm. Yep. Yep. Awareness cool. and education or seeking a professional yeah. are, are definitely um, the way to go for sure. Okay, yeah. cool. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Let's chat for just a few minutes. Um, First of all, about those themes that I asked you to listen for. Number one, awareness. Being a huge key in this process for all of us. And obviously, this extends beyond just what we're eating or how we're eating, but into the other areas that um, we know affect our wellness, how we're moving, our sleep, how we're connecting uh, to others and the world around us, um, our own relationship with ourselves, um, hydration, which Kelsey talked about as well. So awareness of what's going on now that's causing the results that are making us unhappy and uh, awareness of the positive results 
that are happening due to the efforts that we're making, even when we're taking small steps forward. And hopefully we are just taking small, consistent steps forward. The second theme was uh, starting with why, your why, your reason for wanting to make some adjustments to the way that you're eating and also realizing that there's more than one path to getting what you ultimately want. Not just the outcomes that you want, but the bigger aspirations, the bigger why behind this journey that you're on to improve your health and your wellness and your fitness. The reality is anything that helps you move toward having the thing you want should be on the table. You know, that bigger aspiration, anything that helps you get in, get closer to that should be on the table. It should be an option at least that you consider and maybe even that you experiment with and try out and see how it goes. The third big takeaway that I got from this conversation was the far-reaching effects of how our lifestyle can affect our, our food and how food can affect so many other things in our life. And because of that, the encouragement that we got from Kelsey was to get someone in your corner, someone who has helped other people through this journey, someone who can help maybe uh, you to see the, the blind spots, the things that maybe you're not thinking of that can help you to get closer to your aspirations. If you're ready to do some work around your nutrition, now you know where to start. You heard it from the registered dietitian today. Write down what you've been eating over the next few days, then take a look at what you wrote down and answer the question, what might be the easiest step I can take to make this a little healthier? Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Um, next week on the show, it will be the first time that I will be having another podcast host as the guest. So please tune in. I have the host of the What Works For You podcast. He is going to be talking about morning routines, perfectionism, and self-experimentation. So please tune in next week. I can't wait to talk to you then. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.